Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! Somebody help that poor submissive! Look, up there in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane? Is that a flogger? Someone's gotta be having a good time. As the kink signal shines brightly in the night sky, we know that there is fuckery afoot. What kind of fucking town is this? No worries, as they've listened to the Gotham press beforehand, so all will be safe, sane, and consensual. Well, that's reassuring. Right? Yeah, but what's the Gotham press? What is the Gotham press, you ask? It's about time you tell us, don't you think? Well, I'll let the Cape Crusaders themselves educate you on that. Working on his but it pays the bills. Working on his but it pays the bills. Yeah. You are now listening to the world famous Gotham Press Podcast. Hello, Gothamites. Gothamites. I have a crew again. Well, at least part of a crew. Hi, it's micromanager Lala. Hey there, Lala. How you been? I've been great. So happy to have you back. Did you hear the last episode where I had a whole new crew? I was very sad to read that in the titles, but um, I did not read the whole, or listen to the whole thing. Need to start listening, Lala. I know, I'm really sad I missed Papa Noth, because I love texting with him on Discord. Yes, but it's not just us this time. We have at least one brand new person. We have a lot of feedback, too. Are you? uh, Hold on real quick. Lavender? Yes. Are you hearing feedback? I am. Are you vacuuming? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I am not vacuuming, but I hear that somebody's vacuuming. <laughs> Gian, are you vacuuming? I am not vacuuming, and I am also not hearing any severe feedback, so I don't know if okay, I've got well, it. Oh, it like calmed down. It's like the calm before the vacuum storm. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm going to turn off the the fan above me. Maybe that's causing issues. Maybe. Anyway, continue talking. Don't leave our listeners in silence. Oh, oh. Okay. So we had a little technical difficulty for a second, but we are back. So let's introduce our second guest. It is John the First. Hidden Jen. Yeah, you. Um. <laughs> Everyone always screws up and calls you by your name anyways. I've noticed. Well, and Gian really just sounds like John. It wasn't uh, my fault. <laughs> I, okay, it's totally my fault since I picked the name, but it's not my fault. I mean, there's so many Johns in the world. No one's going to find you. Except for the fact that everybody knows this John. <laughs> in this county. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where most of our listeners are. Um, we are worldwide. I have new friends from Antarctica. <laughs> That's everybody on fit. <laughs> do you want to break it to her, Captain, or oh, no, should please I? Do. Please do. <laughs> Don't hurt my feelings. Lala, yeah. the people who say they're in Antarctica, are in they're really in Antarctica. It's okay. <laughs> they're really you. there. <laughs> I knew it. <sighs> it's been 
been too long since I've been here, and I've missed you. You know what? Missed you too. Talking about Antarctica. Should we go into that right now? (laughs) Yeah. So Lala and John have a very, very deep conversation about something that I know nothing about: dinosaurs. I'm not going to say I know a lot. I just like them a lot. Mm. Thank you. Well, it's because dinosaurs are cool. And uh, yeah, this is a recent finding of a dinosaur in Hokkaido, Japan, which has been named Camuisaurus. And it is an extremely close relative of North America's Edmontosaurus. And Edmontosaurus is a ornithopod, um, kind of a duck-billed dinosaur, um, big um, plant eater. Um, not a long-necked one like uh, Brachiosaurus or Apatosaurus, but uh, one of the uh, one of the duck builds. So like Ducky, and uh, a bit like Ducky, yeah. Not quite as thoroughly duck build as Ducky, but and probably, but a close relative much, of that. Much bigger. <laughs> yes, Edmontosaurus and uh, its close relative Shentungosaurus are some of the largest ornithopods in the fossil record if not the largest. Wait, wait, wait. Say that name again. Shantungosaurus from China or Edmontosaurus? The the one that sounded like you were saying it was like a samurai or something. Shantungosaurus. It does sound like a samurai dinosaur. (laughs) I don't remember exactly uh, the meaning behind the name, but it's based in China. So it's a Chinese word, not a Japanese one. Um, But we're we're getting off off topic. Uh, Kamuisaurus from Hokkaido in Japan is very closely related to Edmontosaurus. And part of the study found that another dinosaur from the north slope of Alaska, which it used to be thought of as Edmontosaurus, then it got renamed as Ugrunalak. <laughs> Please, Kensis. pronounce these things um, more. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm getting it right. These is a... Uh, these are some new uh, dinosaurs for me. So it doesn't matter I'm how you stumbling say along it. just like everyone it's else. It's exciting. But it's particularly doesn't matter for this one because this scientific paper found that Ugrunalak or <laughs> is actually a juvenile of the Edmontosaurus genus. So we have this big swath of Edmontosaurus goes all the way down into the United States in Wyoming goes up through Alberta, and now we have a juvenile found in Alaska, and then we have relatives in Hokkaido and China. So what we're seeing is in the late Cretaceous, there was a land bridge, much like the Bering Land Bridge that allowed humans to cross from Asia into North America, that allowed... With the mammoths and the woolly yes, rhino, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> the same sort of thing was happening... Years ago. Right. The same sort of thing was happening 70 million years ago. That's what I said. Um, and there weren't... Uh, there were. There weren't humans they 70 million years ago. They fell down a waterfall the... and joined the dinosaurs. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. The land of the, the lost. the baby dinosaur with uh, a strawberry. Not the mama. <laughs> ah, dopey. <laughs> Oh, that, that was, was later. <laughs> <laughs> or was it before? Like in the 80s? <laughs> oh. uh, 1990, I think that sitcom premiered. Yeah, that was a very different kind of dinosaur oh, TV show than Land of the Lost, that's some, for sure. Some, <laughs> Come on, say your, use your words, Lala. Sleestacks might have something to say about that. <laughs> I believe what they would say is... <laughs> 
Oh no, we we we've gone off the rails now. Was, was there anything else about the dinosaur? <laughs> the big picture is that we have a specimen of fairly generalized plant eater that it and its close relatives spread all around North America and Asia, which is exciting in terms of having a dinosaur that kind of spread. You don't see that a whole lot. Um, Typically, you see a lot more restricted area, particularly with regards to latitude. Like, there's not a whole lot of animals that you find both in Fairbanks, Alaska, and Laramie, Wyoming. I, I don't um, think there's much that's the same there. There are a few with that kind of with that kind of spread. And 70 million years ago, Edmontosaurus and its closest relatives there was another scientific, had that kind of spread. What do you um, call it? Um, finding that juvenile bones did not grow in the winter. The bones didn't grow? Uh-huh. Okay. The, the dinosaur grew without the bones. Well, it, they just didn't grow in the winter. Okay. Uh, that's what I read. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. With uh, suggesting their bones did not grow uniformly, with growth perhaps stopping in the winter. Yes. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm guessing, given that that was so far north, you would have seen, like in the modern time, um, those really long nights that go for all days on end above the Arctic Circle. There was probably some of that going on at the latitude that Alaska was at at that time. So you might not have seen them eat, having a whole lot to eat because you know, there's not in Climate. those kinds of lighting Maybe conditions. Maybe they were hibernating. Ooh. Were they hibernating during that time? That's interesting. Interesting hypothesis. I... I Although don't know if we have any in, evidence of that. In the Arctic another. Circle, wasn't I'm... always Arctic, so they'd never wake up. Um, my understanding oh. is it was warmer at the time, so it wasn't, it, you didn't get the real severe winters that we currently have in the late Cretaceous. Um, it was warm. Well, it was far enough north that you would have complete night at night. So that's that's more important to the definition of Arctic than the actual weather conditions. Okay. But it still probably got pretty cold. You can't have no sunlight at all and not have the temperature drop sure. rather significantly. Well, that was fun. I think so. we should turn to a serious note. Yes. Real quick, before we do that. Oh, yeah. We skipped our earlier stuff. That's your fault. <laughs> it is. No. Technical no. difficulties. No, what I'm saying is we got all distracted about dinosaurs. Because <laughs> dinosaurs are great. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, thank just a general shout out to all of our lovely Patreon uh, Patreons. Well, you see, it's been so long that I'm messing up now. I'm just rubbing up on you. Yeah. To all of our lovely patrons that help us with this podcast by supporting for that little as a dollar a month. Thank you very much. And also just thank you to the listeners who are listening during this time. And even though we're over two weeks. Hey, you know what? We are very happy to give our listeners something. And this is going to be a week after. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. We had a new episode last Wednesday. We're going to have one the Wednesday that they hear this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Lala. Where can we be found? In the show notes. In the show and notes. Everywhere. Everywhere. So here, let's, let's, let's go back to this one as well. Lala, how you been? Oh, my. I've been great. Fantastic. You've been great. Last time we talked, you were just getting over something. I had just had surgery. Um, it's 
been five weeks, one more week, and I should get that all clear. All right. Hey there, John. How you been? I've been well, um, all things considered. Um, just hanging in there, doing some work, missing seeing people in the flesh, and waiting for this to reach whatever the next stage it will be. So you can so, actually come out and see people again? Yeah, that'd be nice. How about you, Lavender? How are you doing? You know what? I would like to give a special shout out to uh, COVID-19. I would like to give you a special fuck you. <laughs> so that, that's how I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, speaking of COVID, I heard the numbers today for our county. Two people died today and 60 new cases. Yet they are opening opening back up opening back up yeah as of what friday tomorrow yeah friday i don't agree with it oh well because you know economy it it matters yeah the economy has to has to flow i understand that i won't be joining the economy (laughs) economy Economy <laughs> matters over lives of, you know, American citizens. I'm just glad I'm in a position where I can stay home and stay safe right now. Yes. As much as I miss everyone. Yeah. A nice position to be in. So, Lavender, how are you enjoying it so far? You know what? I am thoroughly enjoying it. I was really nervous about it because I did go and listen to your podcast. Which one? And so... Uh, just the the latest two, I didn't I didn't fully listen to it all. I was just you know listening. Okay. But it was pretty interesting. Um, but I was like, oh shit, you know me, you know how I am. I know. So I didn't know if I would like, you know, fit in. Yes, you it's totally okay. fit in. You're fine so far. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. So much better. Is that so we so much better? I had my headphones on, so I had no idea that the noise was that loud until I took them off to hear if my air conditioner had anything to do with it. I'm like, he's weed whacking right now. The hell? Uh, what's with you and having guys whacking it at your place? Again? Oh, Dang, that was. Harsh. I mean, somebody was whacking it at my place earlier today. All Were you whacking. involved? No, unfortunately, he was whacking it by himself. Oh, oh, yeah, that's dumb. But I was working. I I was in a in a conference call, so I was had that to... awkward. <laughs> no, I told him I was like, you know, you have to excuse the noise. Somebody is just whacking it outside. And they were like, oh, it's, it's all right. We have somebody that's whacking it in our yard at least two or three times a week. And I was like, oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you killed Lala. <laughs> uh. <coughs> Sorry. Corona uh, got okay. me. <laughs> All right. So where were we at? Where were we talking about? Whacking it. Right. But given that I apparently had a weed whacker for most of that talk. Um, I would never and the echo that you guys had. Me either. Starting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have a 37... Words, I can use them. We have a 37 year old doctor who made a video about his hospital forcing him to work even though he was sick. Correct. Um, allegedly, he was being threatened with criminal charges 
for spreading fake news about the virus. Speculation is that he slipped out the window while smoking. Slipped, yes. About mm. these finger quotes that we were huh. using. Let's put that in quotations. <laughs> the next story is the head woman of the ambulance service also had the virus. She fell out of a window, and the speculation was suicide for spreading the, the disease. Again, I don't think these people are slipping out of windows. What about the third one? A senior female doctor spoke out against the government's plan to treat at her hospital. She was speaking out because of the lack of um, PPE and proper training on how to treat COVID. She fell out of a five-story window with no explanation. (laughs) Wow. Um, Wow. Medical professionals in Russia have been infected, and dozens of doctors have been reported dead by their colleagues. Oh, no. This is a... So don't go to Russia. That's bad. This is a very bad thing. And they're not drinking Russian vodka. Yeah, this is (laughs) a... It's like they have an epidemic of COVID-19 and an epidemic of defenestration. It's like, Wait, what? It's just this is not healthy. Did you say defenestration? Yeah, getting thrown out a window. Oh. I was going to look window, up that. I was window. about to Google that word. The second story window with a heave and a hoe and a mighty throw. We threw the Russian doctor out the window. It's the fifth story window. You got to get it right. <laughs> well, two story windows were two of them. Okay. Damn. Okay. But that fifth one really took the cake, you know. I. It's hard to think that it's an accident at that point. I mean, two story. You you could break some legs, and you could probably, you know. Well, be in the a, first in three, a hover round. The, but the, the thirty-seven year old window. Right. You can't, you can't wake up from that. Mm-mm. The thirty-seven-year-old is in critical t- condition. He has a fractured skull and some broken ribs. Oh damn! Yeah, poor baby. He probably won't be the same ever again. No, no. I wonder if he's going to get a at a, a new hospital. Um, with the fractured skull, his brain might be a little mush. It, it was a joke. Oh, it was a joke. <laughs> with a billion dollars, we can rebuild him. Bionic Doctor. Or Bionic Doc. Hold on. What was that? Uh what was that? Uh what is it? The name of that show, Robot Chicken. They only had one one million pesos. Oh, <laughs> one million pesos, man. Yes, I remember that episode. We can re- we, Oh god. The one million ruble man. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> try not to snort in the phone i mean in the, <laughs> in the mic please please do <laughs> no <laughs> i will not so there's something um our listeners might want to know about lavender what might that be her flavor <laughs> oh actually hold on hold oh, on oh, oh. we're, we're going to come back to lavender's flavor oh okay oh my God. <laughs> what are we going to talk about first <laughs> Well, something that I finally saw after many months of not seeing it. Another reason why I brought John on. Finally saw Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Finally. Finally. It was... um... (laughs) 
Oh no, please keep going. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> That's all I, I have. I didn't want to butcher it because I do not want anybody come finding me to curse me out that I messed up a legendary <laughs> song. <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I enjoyed it, but it was fairly predictable for the most part. Like, okay, I, I already knew. Well, I didn't know, but I kept like me and me and Greedy both watched it because neither of us had seen it. And as things are going, I'm like, okay, it'd be it'd be really funny if this happened. And lo and behold, it happened. Oh, this would be funny too. Hey, same thing. And then he would say something. Oh yeah, I bet they're doing this. Oh crap, they did that. Who would have figured it? It's like, okay, why am I? This is, I, I don't like this movie as much as I thought I was going to like it. If I can guess everything that's about to happen, hmm. that what were your thoughts? Could be pretty disappointing. Yeah, you're you're our resident uh, go to guy for all things Star Wars. I mostly enjoyed it with some reservations. Um, I wish they would have kept a little bit more of the direction Ryan Johnson was taking it with the Last Jedi. He set up some interesting things philosophically about star wars and the nature of being a skywalker and Ray's lineage and seemed like they decided not to go in that direction with the movie which is a little disappointing that they fell back on that but on the other hand a lot of people were really disappointed with the last jedi so i understand them wanting to try and pull back on a little bit of what happened there but mostly i enjoyed it um i was thrilled to get to see wedge for three or four seconds before things happened well, they only showed him for that long. Uh, but there were other... I, I don't think it was as bad as a lot of people are saying it was, but it was definitely not up to the level of the original trilogy. One of the big things that kind of upset me, and let, let me just say this now, spoilers for people who haven't seen it, the three of you that are out there. He finally got a fucking medal, but what did he really do to deserve the medal in this one? lifelong service to the rebellion uh <laughs> well what i'm saying is okay cool lifelong service but in this movie he was there he got captured and then he got broken out and that was about it and they definitely could have given chewy a bit more uh to do with in this movie especially given how little the original cast for obvious reasons could play a role in it right but I think they're kind of afraid to give too much of a protagonist role to a character that literally can't speak the language of whatever language you're watching the movie in. You have li- you have multiple people that can translate for him. Multiple people. Yeah. And also, it wasn't his story. This was a story meant to pass the torch, finally, to a new generation to some extent. Um, and conclude the story of the Skywalker line, which, for as much as Chewie is awesome, he is not a Skywalker. The next movie um, focusing solely on Chewie. And that would be that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> All subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not do like they did with the holiday special with like a half hour of Wookiee talk with no <laughs> no subtitles. It's just Wookiees chatting with one another because they can. Uh, oh, and that was only part of the badness of that. Yeah, there was there were new depths of badness plumbed. Uh, in that uh, shit show of a TV special. Um, 
we digress. But we digress. So my overall is if you're just going to, if you enjoy Star Wars, but you're not of the extent of, oh, I know every single thing that happens in it, you may enjoy it. Me, I enjoyed it as one of those, hey, let me just watch, you know, lightsabers and blaster fights. That was about it. They did actually um, revisit a lot of expanded universe plot points in this movie, which I found interesting. The idea of a resurrected Palpatine looking um, to find a new body for himself. That's out of the Dark Empire comic series. The grandchild of Palpatine trying to find their way in the world. That's out of a series of really bad kids books, the uh, Jedi Prince series. Um, so wait, so hold on. So you're telling me they took children's books to make the new Star Wars. <laughs> they echoed a plot point. I'm not going to say whether they chose to run with the plot points from the books or if it just wound up being in, in their break sessions that they came up with that idea for Ray. But the idea of Palpatine's grandchild trying to reject uh, the Sith within their ancestry and be a Jedi under Luke's tutelage is straight out of a much maligned six book kids, kids novel series from the early nineties. Oh, real quick about Ray. Like, like I saw the preview that everybody saw and everybody flipped out about, Oh my God, Ray's going to the dark side. The moment I saw that, I knew exactly what they were going to do, but I kind of wish they'd like at least played that a little bit more. Maybe had like, flashes during the movie of Ray actually being like that, like the dark side person, the dark side version of her, you know? So just that one thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible to glamorize the dark side too much in a star Wars movie. And so I'm, I'm glad that this new series has not really tried to find an edge Lord way of telling the story of Ray as much as a lot of people wanted them to. That was one thing I was happy about Rise of Skywalker about was they they rejected a lot of paths that fans wanted them to take that I think would have been detrimental to the Star Wars series as a whole, huh. particularly with Rey. Interesting. Can I say it now? <laughs> You're bored? <laughs> I, th- I think she's bored with, with, our, with our ramblings. I do have something to add. I do have something she's to add. She's bored with Star, Star Wars, Wars again. Ah. <sighs> Um, Go ahead. On Disney, there's a show called Prop Nation, Prop something, <laughs> where this guy goes out and researches props for different movies, and one of them is Star Wars. Okay. It's pretty cool. Okay. What What did you find most interesting in it? Um, they interviewed the guy that did the props at the ride at Disneyland. It was just really neat. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like taking old light cool. fixtures and making cages out of them or like a cage basket that they would put critters in. That's very cool. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Disney. We'll have to try and catch that. Something. So, hey, Lala. Yeah. I stole your thunder last time. Go for it. You did? What All right, fine. I'll take it. Hey, so we have somebody who's a bit vanilla around today. Ah. I'm chocolate. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no okay, you... never mind. No, no, no. 
you're, you're work you're working on being on becoming more chocolatey. Okay. Right now you're vanilla with a few sprinkles. I was gonna say we could give her a couple sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's more than one uh, take on the vanilla chocolate uh, okay. divide than just the kink yeah. one. So I understand the uh, <laughs> what what am I missing? <laughs> What's funny? There's a, there's occasionally uh, yeah. racial uh, implications yeah. to uh, those Whatever. two terms. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> stop laughing. Okay, so, listeners, as you may have guessed by now, <laughs> lavender is the new vanilla to the sounds you're hearing. Hi. We could give her a chocolate swirl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should laugh at that or not. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so, Lavender, I asked you if you want to come on. You said yes. Did you have any questions for us? <laughs> I got a hell of questions. <laughs> Go! <laughs> Good news! We have answers. They might even relate. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, everyone. <laughs> hi! Um. I'm hey. Lavender. <laughs> hi. <laughs> all right. So, hi. My name is Lavender, and I'm new to all of this. All of the kink ways. All the kink ways. Have you done any research? Well, okay. So, I, like, started Googling stuff. and Oh. Yeah. And all I found was, like, commercialized bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um... Wait, hold on. Didn't I visit you like, was it last year? Two years ago? And oh. like show off my toy bag to you? Well, okay, so you visited me last year. No, and it, was two, it was two years ago. Was it two years ago? God damn, it was two time years go ago. by as fast. Okay, so you did visit me two years ago and you did show me your bag. Did you ever find your other flogging? Yeah, I found it. Where was it? It had gotten, it was in the bag, but it had gotten, like, pushed underneath a part of that that I wasn't easily visible. Oh, I thought the couch got it. Damn. Um, I usually want to have it there still. <laughs> <laughs> Did he use it on you? No, he was just showing me. No. Um, I offered. <laughs> awesome is a gentleman. Let's just say he's a gentleman and a scholar. Um, <laughs> One of those is true. Yeah, he corrects my spelling all the time. <laughs> oh, my, so my punctuation. Just, so he's just a scholar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. So, so no, he showed me all his flogging material and um, how he does. What is it called? Nodding, or I'm I'm not good with. Any rope. Of the, rope. Yeah, not roping. nodding. Yeah, oh. nodding is a whole different thing that I'm not into. What is nodding? Well, that's more for um, an illegal sort of thing, bestiality. Uh, oh, that's hell when. No. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah, what bestiality people, means. Yeah, that's people having sex with dogs. Yeah, dogs I messed sex, up and, and saw yeah. a woman have sex with a horse, and yeah. Oh. Whew. I was not Yikes. right. So, um, anyway, so I, I do have some 
some common like misconceptions when it comes to um, the fetish lifestyle. So, like pretty much when it comes to the dominant and the whole submissive thing, and um, so I came across this article with Self Magazine, and it was like nine things everyone gets wrong about BDSM. So I went through this and I picked out some things that are common misconceptions that I thought were true, but they're not. So one of them is that BDSM is always about sex. No, no, it is not. And so I did not know that. I always thought that it had something to do, excuse me, that's the wine, um, with some <laughs> type of penetration or some type of oral sex. Some type of sexual act was always going to be involved. And that is not the case. So I did not know that. So, um, if one of you guys can just kind of explain a little bit more, that would be helpful. A little bit more about what specifically? Um, just, I guess, like, from your take, what are some of the things that you like to do? John, I'm going to pass this to you first. Okay, things I like to do in BDSM. I'm mostly a flogger. That's mm-hmm. my go-to toy for uh, BDSM play. So, um, hold on real quick. So, with flogging, it's usually if you're asking about any sort of hitting somebody, it's called impact play. Okay. Yes. Um, and there are multiple tools from canes to paddles to single tail whips to floggers. Um your hand, your hand, your fist, your knee, um, your butt. fist, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. punch people's yeah. ass, punch them in the tushy. Not like hitting them in the face with the fist. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so and, and that's where my mind goes. It's like, okay, where's the fine line between when it's pleasurable and then where it could be considered. Um, abuse abuse yeah mm-hmm. so as a submissive is, is there like a because to me that's like a fine line okay if Lala, you have you a dominant saying? that you trust and that he listens to you and knows your body movements he can read you and if it's too much he'll stop or change you also have a safe word or a slow down word mm-hmm and usually people talk about their scenes before they even do it. So if like, I like to be slapped in the face, but a lot of people don't. So if you did not negotiate that ahead of time, that could be abuse, especially if they don't stop. But that's what the community is for. Right, guys? It certainly helps. Yes. Okay. It definitely helps to have a community that if you're doing public play, there are dungeon monitors listening for people to give safe words people enjoying the scene but also watching and able to notify a dm if something has if there's been a safe word that was over that wasn't heard or if something's gone wrong also with the community that just means that hey i've been talking with xyz person have you ever heard of this person yes 
I've had it happen more than once where somebody's come to me, hey, what do you know about this person? And I'll just say, like, hey, I know them fairly well. and They're pretty pretty trustworthy. Or I've never heard of this person before. You know, keep, you know, keep it slow. Or those rare cases where it's like, oh, no, stay away from that guy, please. Usually if we yeah. get a, like that, a guy like that, we're like, bye-bye. Or a girl. Or a girl. Yeah. Or a girl. Okay, because I mean, <clears throat> this type of—I mean, it is some stuff that I'm—I am interested in, but I think it's because of what I've seen in media and just like from my upbringing. It just kind of—it just always, you know, this type of lifestyle has just always been put in a negative spotlight. Uh, so, welcome to media in the world. Right. And so um, I just want to be able to, I mean, because I've done a lot of stuff sexually, but I just want to be able to have a more open mind when it comes to being more free. Well, you said you had some ideas of some things you want to try. What sort of things? Like being tied up. And I do like being spanked, but like not with a cane or anything, but just maybe being flogged with um, a, a flogger, a flogger or like a little paddle or something, but okay. not where it like leaves a, a mark or anything, but just something, you know, that more stings a little sensual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what you'll hear a lot of times in the community is from those on that side that do enjoy having impact done on them is that they enjoy the marks. It kind of leaves them with a sense of, Oh, Hey, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next day when you sit down. Oh, see, I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you, if you go on FetLife, you'll see a lot of people proudly posting pictures of the marks because they're proud of them, proud of what they did to achieve them. And they're a visible reminder of what they did. And it's, trust and respect it's give and take and see that's a i think that's another myth is that you know you never think about trust and respect going hand in hand with that you know yeah and that's like a i think that's a huge myth that goes with that um so i think it's important to know that there is like boundaries and there is trust and respect that goes into knowing with <clears throat> going into it and establishing that with a partner and so I know like awesome has been telling me for years and years and years like you need <laughs> to go on go to fat life go to fat life and I'm like yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go but I Did think you make an account yet no um <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, maybe it, it may be time for me to, you know, start that process of of doing so, so that I can, you know, so that way I can start the journey up towards, you know, more sexual freedom. Yeah, it's never too late. No, it's not. And I, I think the reason why I'm on this journey is because next week is my birthday. Taurus, turn up. Happy birthday, birthday. <laughs> Happy <laughs> early birthday. Wait, what, what, what day is your birthday on? It's next Thursday, the 4th. You know what? 
So How? this episode's going to go up the day before your birthday. Really? First mm-hmm. of all, you've known me for how long? And you don't remember? Anyway. <laughs> hold on. Hold I'll, on. Lavender. Lavender. Mm-hmm. I do. Do the listeners. Do the That's other true. co-hosts. That's true. That's true. All right. That's a good way to save face. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're welcome. Um <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I just, you know, as I'm getting older and I just, you know, want to become more sexually free and just free and more open-minded when it comes to just any and everything. So I think, what was one of the other ones that, oh, the dominant person is always in charge. Like... Lies. (laughs) Lies. <laughs> I have a problem with the word dominant because I don't want anybody to be dominant over me. I, I don't want to be the submissive person. I think there's two different things to unpack there. One, the, whether the dominant is actually in charge or not. And two, whether you need dominance and submission to enjoy, mm-hmm. to have a particular relationship in BDSM. I know several people who enjoy the sadism and the masochism or the the bondage part, but the actual dominance and submission is something that they want nothing to do with. They want equality all the way through it. They just want to, you know, have some painful activities with people they like or get tied up with someone who is their equal. That they trust. Mm-hmm. That they trust, of course. So that's one thing. And then, yeah, there's the issue of... Uh, how much a dominance is in charge in a scene, and that can vary greatly and is almost okay. never 100%. Because a dominant can... Oh, no, go ahead. No, you go. No, I was just going to say, so I, I, and this is just another thing that I did not know um, from what I read with this article, um, because it says that, you know, that these identities are, are fluid, that some people can... Um, that some people are switches so they can alternate between being submissive and dominant or nobody has to pick who's dominant or submissive so I didn't these are things that I was not aware of you know that you don't have to pick who is what you could just enjoy and not even have to worry about a, a title or anything and that's like one of the biggest misconceptions that I was so worried about is like, okay, somebody has to be a dominant. Somebody has to be a submissive. I refuse to be that submissive person because that's just not what I want to be. You know, I want to be the person that's in charge. And so just to know that there are, you don't have to be that person makes me feel a lot better when it comes to living that lifestyle. So So this is the birth of Lavender the Dominatrix. (laughs) (laughs) Missed Lavender to you. Right. Thank you. I'm wearing lavender latex. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) With the with the butt cheeks hanging out. Hey yo.
Watch out, St. Louis chapter. Any but, other um, things that you but, had questions about? Um, well, I kind of figured like that whole, I never really understood that whole, um, what's that movie? And they kept doing it, even though the movie sucked ass. Fifty Shades um, of Grey. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was like horrible. Oh. The actors oh. were horrible. The whole, that was just horrible. Um, okay. But did you watch The Secretary? What's The Secretary? Oh. That is the better version of Fifty Shades. <laughs> no, I have not seen it. You it's should one thousand percent watch that. Watch that movie. I'm going to put it on my watch that movie list. <laughs> good um, for you. This, well, I kind of already knew that myth. Um, that BDSM is dangerous. It can be. Yeah, I feel like it can be. And when I say can be, I just think about all the anal stuff. There's I so automatic... many other things. Well, I think about anal and knife play. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I think of that and knife play because that can get dangerous because you're dealing with sharp objects. But mm-hmm. are there any other um, things that could be dangerous? A lot. There are lots of things that can be dangerous. Oh, well, do tell, please. Rope is very dangerous if you don't have someone that knows what they're doing. Because if you cut off nerves, do it too tight to where you're cutting off circulation, you can really do some serious damage. Oh, I didn't... A lot of things you wouldn't necessarily think would be that bad. Like, there are ways of tying wrists that will cause permanent damage that... You know, they're just wrists. You don't think they're that big a deal, oh, yeah. but they're a big deal oh, when you're doing man. ties. And even if, it, um, even if you tie somebody correctly, if you leave them tied up for too long, that can cause damage as well. Mm-hmm. Sensation play. If you do like wrap someone in saran wrap, they can get hypothermia. If you unwrap them too quickly and don't give them a blanket, they can get dehydrated while they're wrapped. There's a lot of um, things. Burns yeah. from fire play or wax play. Certain waxes should never be used. Like which waxes? Is soy wax okay? Um, soy wax has a low melt uh, heat, I believe. I, however, am allergic to it, so that would be dangerous for me. Oh, wow. I didn't even know people could be allergic to soy wax. Oh. It gives me a, I, it gives yeah. me a karma, chemical. That's a rough allergy to have. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there are a lot of um, different things that you need to check with whoever you're playing with, and they need to check with you, saying, hey, I would like to do X, Y, Z, Q, R, 17, pineapple, all these things. <laughs> Can are any of these things a problem for you? Yes, Q and pineapple are an issue, but the rest of it's fine. Right. Also, if you have any injuries and you don't tell the person that you're with, um, I have a shoulder injury, so I can't have my arm above my head. For too long. Um, if I don't tell someone that and they gag me and tie me with my arm above my head, I'm screwed. Yeah. Also, um, another big thing is not only like physical injuries, have you had some sort of abuse in the past? Landmines. Landmines mm-hmm. will be triggered. Yeah. Are you on medication? Did you take oh, yeah, your medication? Because oh, okay. you can go so into a mental are... spiral also. Wow. So there's like a lot to consider whenever you're 
you know, whenever you want to get into this lifestyle, especially when you're picking a partner because they have to be understanding and compassionate and and aware and aware of these things if they want to be your partner. Yep. This is why you've always got to do an in-depth uh, negotiation before you start playing with someone. so important. You can't hide things. Yeah. Also, if you got somebody new that you're playing with, there are lots of checklists online. Mm-hmm. Um, some are like quick checklists like, hey, here are the main points I want to hit. Don't do these things. And then there are more in-depth checklists like, okay, I want to go through everything on here just to see what is and is not available. Wow. So even when going through the uh, FetLife website, you can basically be the person to let people know like, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And, you know, as long as you communicate that, if they don't like it, they can just basically kick rocks. And for those who respect that and are you know, able to communicate that and, I mean, and respect it, then you're pretty much good to go. Yes, in theory. But then you do have um, those ones that will still... That ignore what you say. It's like, hey, she's got a cute picture. Let me send her all the things that I want to do to her. Also, because you're going to be new, you are fresh meat. Oh, Lord. And they expect that get, you don't know better. Yeah. And they're going to hope that you don't know better, especially the bad ones, the bad people that want to pray. Pray on you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pray on you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So for you, Lala, as a, as a you know, woman, how was it, how was your experience on the FetLife website? Uh, I've been in this lifestyle for 20 years and we didn't have fat life. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, Maybe I should have asked how long have ICQ you been in the... or IRL or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> how were the Yahoo groups back in the day? Uh? The Yahoo groups were fun. I made a lot of friends on Yahoo, but I was already established by then. Okay. Oops. Yeah. Lala went over her her um backstory on like some episodes ago. More than once, I think. Yeah, oh, so. okay. So I, okay, I need to go back and Oh yeah, listen. yeah. So listeners, if you're new and you want to hear about Lala's backstory, go ahead and listen to our backlog. You can find us on <laughs> gothampress.patreon.com. See, yeah. Anything I that has like it. micromanager Lala in the title. <laughs> Wait, I just realized I gave that I gave two URLs for the wrong thing. GothamPress.podbean.com or Patreon.com forward slash Gotham Press. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're welcome, audience. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh no. Don't do it. Are you about to start singing Sinatra? He is. I am not. Oh, Aww, not Sinatra. I miss I miss that. <laughs> 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 Me too. <laughs> okay, so I I've seen the good captain at a karaoke night, so I know how we can uh belt out those oh, tunes from uh I old blue eyes. It. 
I've never heard it. Quite a talent. You weren't coming to uh, Wicked when they were having uh, karaoke there. I hate karaoke. (laughs) Wait, what? That's fair. I agree. People think Um, they can sing and it's embarrassing. That's the fun of it. (laughs) You make fun of those people. Sometimes they make fun of themselves. But I know these people. (laughs) That's even better. You drink and you eat hot wings and you make fun of the people that are singing. And then you go up there and do the same thing. Oh, heck no. Oh, my God. God. Sounds like she has a sounds like she no. has a bit of a humiliation <laughs> no, going no, on. No, no, uh, no. Do you enjoy humiliating people? Um, you know what? I only enjoy humiliating people if they have done wrong in the mm, world. I'm sure. Then yes, I am sure there are plenty of uh, people like, on Fet Life that will come to you begging, "Please humiliate me, mistress." Yes, especially. If they were high-powered people, like like white-collared CEOs and stuff, yeah, bring them my way. Okay, I'm going to tell you how to lure those people in. Oh, Put God, a yes. picture of your freshly manicured foot as your profile picture. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that will attract... You will get many, many, uh, so many people. Really? <laughs> Because those yep. are the ones that I really want to humiliate and spank. Well, there you go. Among and they will other love you that forward. I will not mention on this podcast. They will send you emails, Mistress, please let me lick your feet. You know. Oh, yeah. You're going to take this beat. <laughs> you want to lick these chocolate toes? <laughs> Awesome. I think we created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I, natural I here. created no monster. <laughs> oh, no. Let the dominance begin. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Put on some uh, black latex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought, Ooh. wait, I thought it was going to be uh, purple latex. Oh, no. Black. You could do purple latex with black boots. Oh, yeah. Some black yes. thigh-high boots. Mm-hmm. With this caramel. Mm-hmm. Yes. I might and... be emailing you. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode has just now become one of our highest listened to. <laughs> and, a nice, and a nice purple matte lip. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a big yeah. ass afro. <laughs> so, Lavender, did awesome. you have any other questions? Awesome. You want some of this, too? <laughs> Lavender. For old time's Lavender. sake. <laughs> I, was like, I, think, I think I've had some of you before. <laughs> for old, I just said for old time's sake. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I think we need to move on. Uh, no, you know what? Those were really like my. Okay, so for all you folks who are new to the lifestyle, how do you get started? There are multiple ways. Mm-hmm. The the best way in 
my opinion, find your local community and go to a munch. I've been a to munch a munch, is... haven't I? I don't know if you have. I thought we went to one together. Uh, I don't think we did. I thought we did. I don't remember now, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, we did. That's In right. South we did. County. Yes. Yes, that's right. We did. And yeah, as you saw, it's not scary. It's just people. That's, yeah. that's how yeah. you get to know your local community. They, You get to know them. They get to know you. And then after you've been out a few times, then it's like, hey, come to this other sort of meeting or this other party. Things like that. Okay. Low key. All right. I'm about to do some confession here. So um, I have been to, there is a place where uh, people can do kink. And <clears throat> I think it's especially important because I don't see this within, I don't, I don't mean to put race into it, but I don't. It's a thing. Yeah, I don't really see it among the African-American community, but there is a kink within the African-American community that I actually participated in. And I said I will never admit this to anyone, but I was able to participate in, and I actually had fun. Um, What was that? It was somebody that (laughs) I worked with that I guess they had a thing for me and they invited me to this group with this group that it's like a kink group and um, it was over in Illinois and um, and mind you, Illinois, uh, St. Louis and Illinois is literally like 20 minutes right next door yeah so where i live it's like 20 minutes away so um went got all dressed up went over there and i had me a ball and uh it was it was really nice to the point where i got invited to some other parties but i didn't go i just wanted to do like a one-time deal and um and now you're back (laughs) but i think it's pretty dope to see you know other communities of black folks that are doing kinky things as well so um i would say to other listeners you know if you're looking i think it's i think it's pretty cool if you're if it's your first time stepping out and wanting to look for other groups. Um, I'm the type of person that look for people that look like me. So if you're looking for that type of lifestyle, then um, I would say Facebook is a good one. Fet Life is another good one. Um, just look for it, be safe, be caught, be aware. Use your intuition. Um, if you have other friends that are already in that lifestyle, just make sure to ask those questions and um, use your best judgment and have fun. So, hey, Lavender. Mm-hmm. So, something that you brought up as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as um, 
not enough uh, representation in those in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask pretty much anybody in this local community, I am the token. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. part of the reason I stay is because if I'm not there, who do they see that looks like them? True. I mean, even when I'm there, a lot of times people will come like, oh, hey, and, you know, we'll ch- sit, chat like, eh, there's not a lot of uh, us out here. I'm like, I know, but it's cool. Just hang around, you know, because if you hang, then there are more. You right. Know? The more, the merrier. Yeah. But it's kind of hard sometimes to get people to hang around long enough to just, you know, get to know all that. Yeah. And it, it, it can be. um but I, I and I, I do agree, like the more that, you know, that we stick around, the more and the more that people let it be known, like, hey, you know, it's this it's this group where more of us are sticking around and hanging out. Um, I think that we'll start to it'll start to be known, you know, what am I trying to say? I'm starting to get tongue tied. Um, it's okay. That I think the more that we are known out there, that we'll start to become more comfortable, and you'll start seeing more within the lifestyle, and we'll start coming out of that conditioning that we've been told, like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, that's against the Bible. Blah 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 blah. All that bullshit. Because, you know, let's be liberated. Let's be sexually free and have fun because we only live this life once. Why not enjoy it and do the things that we are naturally supposed to be doing? And I'm, me personally, like, I'm tired of fighting what I'm feeling inside. And if I want to be tied up, if I want to be spanked, if I want to tie somebody up, if I want to spank somebody, you know, if I want to do other things that, you know, I was told that I'm not supposed to do or I'm not supposed to feel, that's bullshit. Like, let me do what I want to do. Let me feel how I want to feel and let me have fun. So. Okay. I feel you on all that. Here, here. Did you have anything else with that part? No, that's all. Okay. I know that was kind of lengthy. My bad. Oh, no, it's fine. You are a-okay. <laughs> we don't have a time limit. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right, let's see here. I know we had one, at least one more thing to talk about. One more thing to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. And that was, hmm, where did it go? It was amateur porn. Oh, yes, there it goes. Amateur porn. Apparently, popularity of amateur porn has skyrocketed since uh, everybody's been locked down. So apparently, you have your big name stars that are, you know, that are in the movies with, you know, the big companies, but all those are shut down right now. So now what you have are a lot of people using sites like OnlyFans and um, Minivids and things like that that are just making their own uh, just standard porn or kink porn or any of that. And it's like, hey, I'm here too, and I like this, so do watch. Just, you know, pay me a little bit. And I know there was at least one couple in the article that I was reading saying that they had, like, over 150,000 followers already. Wow. Yeah. So what this means is, it's that time. I've been in the wrong business. (laughs) 
don't haven't you ever heard the sex sales <laughs> uh yeah but uh I'm and the, <laughs> well and here's the thing there are even people that get off on what on a somebody else's shyness oh that Shy is a Lavender popular thing for one. some people <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough to remember there used to be a Rainbow Bright character called Shy Violet. Really? Um, oh wow, I forgot about Violet. Yep. <laughs> I've never heard of this, but uh Hmm. I do have a new webcam. It's probably uh saying something about my age there that I still remember any of that, but It's not too late. It's not, not too, too late, late at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, don't worry. You'll you'll get out there and you'll suddenly be a part of that amazing amateur porn community. Yes. What about you, Lala? Do you have any thoughts on amateur porn? Uh, I think if you're comfortable with it, you should do it and share it and let the world enjoy it. I am not comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> So I would not do it or share it. I feel like I would have to wear a, a COVID-19 mask. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? I don't want anybody to see my face. <laughs> Just send the check. <laughs> Hit me up on my cash app. <laughs> what are saying is they can't see your old face? <laughs> no, I don't want them to see my face. Like you gonna get this this nice little COVID nineteen mask and some sunglasses, <laughs> but you gonna see this lovely magic that'll happen. That's about That's it. Funny. That's a good idea. Hey, you were trying to say something, John? I was just gonna say I think in addition to just the supply of professional stuff drying up, there's something when no one can have personal contact with people, the sense of amateur porn would probably be very comforting when in a way that it isn't necessarily when you can just hang out with your friends on a weekend or have a fling with someone uh, after a night at the bar. I think there's probably, in addition to just the supply of it being increased while the supply of its competition is decreased, I think there's something fundamental to amateur porn, which would probably be especially appealing in a time of social distancing. Yeah, something else that I was uh, looking at on that as well <clears throat> was the fact that you have these amateur porn stars now that look like, you know, your neighbors, your friends. Mm -hmm. So it's not always that really super well-produced, high-quality, hey, they had, you know, three hours of makeup it got ruined, obviously, but still, they had that three hours of makeup to get that look going for them initially, or you know, that two hours worth of wardrobe, you know. And it's more authentic. And they're not skinny. Like, are they fit or are they chubby like me? More normal. And that's the thing. When you're getting an amateur, you get all kinds. So you can find that specific guy. Like, you know, what? I want to see somebody just like this. Oh. Hey, I have somebody like that now, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to see somebody who got a stomach and a, We're, uh, a bankroll or two. I want somebody that looks like me, you know. And I want something that's more authentic because, you know, like typically with regular porn, you get the fake, like where they're like, 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You know, and like the coochie looking real dry and, you know, everything just looks fake. <laughs> I want that shit to look gushy. You know, let me see that. I want it to look wet. I don't want it to look all dry. See, you want to look real coming out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want it to be authentic. Yeah. I think amateur porn is more authentic. Okay, go for it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <Ooh. laughs> Did anybody else have anything? left on this particular topic oh, i want to know what lavender's uh, amateur porn name is um hmm <laughs> that is a good name um you know what i will name myself after one of my favorite wines rare purple blend oh not rare lavender <laughs> blend Mm-mm. nice rare, rare purple blend or squirts mcgee <laughs> I'm going to look you up. <laughs> Squirts McGee. <laughs> what would your poor name be, Lala? I think the wine is kicking in. <laughs> did you hear yeah. a question, Lala? What did you say? What is your poor name? Oh, I don't have one. What? No. You got to think of one. That was just on the fly. Mm-hmm. Nameless body double two. Body double two. That's yours. Well, you're just better than me, Lavender. That was just on the fly. All right. So, well, hey, John, what's your porn name? My porn name? Oh, John Diago. I uh, I have no <laughs> idea what my porn name would be. Um, I don't know. What do you think I had to go with? You already know what I'm going to say. I'm not even going to do it. Ugh. <laughs> Anal Thrust Five, starring Man About Town. Is that basically where you're going? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I just pictured you with some like 80s style shorts. <laughs> Looking like like Officer Dingle yes! from uh Reno 911. I just watched an episode last night. <laughs> oh god. The super right, tight uh, shorts. Speaking of, I heard they're going to be bringing that back. I don't know if it's for like oh a limited thing or what, but there's going to be some new Reno 911 material for people who watch that. It is. It's on Quibi or something. <laughs> what about you, Awesome? What would your porn name be? Oh, Captain Awesome D, of course. Oh, I thought she was going to say Big and Tasty. Nah, just Captain Awesome D. Captain Awesome D. That's boring. But at least you had one. What about something like, I don't know. Don't do it. Oh, but you know I'm going to. The brisket. (laughs) No! Because it's tender? My porn name will not be the brisket. (laughs) Why? Because it's juicy and succulent? So you think. There's a whole backstory to that. I like a good brisket. That's what we all keep telling him, but he still seems to think that uh, it's a bad nickname. (laughs) As long as it ain't dry. <laughs> <laughs> My 
my, my, Miss American Pie. From the Chevy <laughs> to the Levy. <laughs> but the Levy was dry. dry. The pie wasn't dry. That's where I, that's what I was going at. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, oh brisket. No, no. <laughs> nope. None of that. I got some some sweet and spicy barbecue sauce over here. Oh god. <laughs> to slather it down. Listeners, this is my life. Uh, I'm going, I've been I'm going back to big and tasty. We'll go with that. That's the way you always order a brisket. <laughs> you know what i'm done i'm done hey lala any any final thoughts (laughs) um it was so awesome meeting lavender and i want her to be my best friend now (laughs) same lala yay (laughs) should have to come out for a visit to california yes you know what? I feel like California is what I need right now. <laughs> I need to align my chakras. Come and see us as soon in as California. Right, John, any final thoughts? Um, No, I. I'm glad that uh, Lavender was able to join us and bring up some of those questions and let us straighten her out. Uh, address them or it, it, maybe not straighten her out but because she's already researched a lot of them herself but at least engage with the questions in a way that yeah, will be that too, but useful we've also for the listeners up a little bit so <laughs> here here now now you just need to get yeah. her to make that fet life all right i gotta I got to paint my toenails so I can use that as a... (laughs) As your profile picture? As my profile pic. And if you have an open toe shoe and you can, like a heel, that's that's epic right there. Come on now. I got heels. I got heels. All right. I got heels for days. That's what you need. Yes. Lavender, final thoughts? Um, You know what? Thank you for inviting me for you know i i really appreciate this i was nervous um but i'm glad i was able to join and you know i would hope to join again um also people if you are sick of adulting then you know check out my podcast adulting sucks right it's on everything that you listen to on podcasts Right, adulting sucks, right? Yeah, adulting sucks, right? Or you can hit me up on uh, IG at Adulting Sucks Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And this is awesome. My final thoughts. I really enjoyed this. Thank you all for coming. Thank you, John, for your knowledge of dinosaurs. Lala for braving the outside world's come back to us <laughs> for lavender for indulging in her curiosity about this lifestyle mm-hmm. so with that everyone we are out bye bye <laughs> <laughs>